Hi, thanks for joining us at Great Hearts Table. I wanted to give a shout out to Nicole Turner who designed the logo for Great Hearts Table. I am finding that in some of the nooks and crannies of the internet, the placeholder logo that I created originally frustratingly still appears. And when that happens, it only goes to show how good Nicole is and I'm grateful for her work. Sometimes I think pastors don't realize the potential we have. As I've said before, we may feel useless or ministry may seem frustrating, but that there's a way that we have influence that we too easily forget. And I want to pick up on that a little bit in this episode. So pull up a chair and let's talk about how we might be doing ministry by rubbing off on others. Author and New York Times columnist David Brooks wrote once about his early experience working on the PBS program now called PBS NewsHour. He spoke about the impact that Jim Lair, the program's co-founder, had upon the culture of that show. Brooks says, quote, When the camera was not on him, his face was incredibly expressive. When I was talking on our segment and I said something cheap or crass, I would see his mouth turned down in displeasure. But when I said something that was useful, civil, or amusing, I would see his eyes crinkle with pleasure. For 10 years, working with a man I deeply admired, I tried to behave in a way that would produce the eye crinkle and not the mouth downturn. End of quote. What happened on the set of that television news program reflects the power of a pastor's presence to shape the culture of a church and the character of its people. That presence is the pastor's primary calling. We will, in my judgment, find our greatest satisfaction as pastors when we recapture the importance of this pastoral presence. Ministry demands that we do many things. We teach, we lead, we manage, and these are all important. But without losing sight of these things, it's important to remember that Jesus spent three years traveling, eating, and laughing with his disciples. He was present with them. They could see him. Paul was sufficiently present with his churches that he could challenge them to imitate him, trusting that they would see enough of him to know what imitation meant. Our duties demand we spend many hours in an office and many in a study, but we can't stay there. I once asked a group I was training to be elders, that is, those who are preparing to exercise pastoral leadership in our church, to talk about elders they had known who had impacted their lives in a positive way. One of them, Jeff, told about an elder who had invited him to go shopping for a new suit. Part of me says, that's weird. But it's not weird. It's wise. This elder, by that invitation, nurtured a relationship with Jeff that left a lasting impression. He lived his life visibly enough to invite imitation. He rubbed off on Jeff. Discipleship may be just that simple. My goal here is not to point a finger at how some might be, quote, doing it wrong, end quote. We have enough people telling us that. So forgive me if that's how this is coming across. My heart, rather, is to reclaim something that I think most pastors believe or once believed that has been made hard by the burdens of modern ministry. Pastoral ministry happens in a study and in an office, yes, 
but it also happens in a coffee shop and on a fishing boat. Dave Sturkey, a pastoral colleague and friend, pastored a church five miles or so from the church I pastored in Bradenton, Florida. Dave was a great preacher and a creative visionary, but it wasn't Dave's preaching or leadership that had the most lasting impact. He was remarkably present with his people. He was there in the hospital. He was there when loved ones died. He was there when couples were in trouble. And he was also there in the woods or on the Gulf of Mexico. His passion was to take men hunting or fishing. Sitting in a hunting blind or on a fishing boat with a young man invited conversation and it invited imitation. This was his way of pastoring and by it he rubbed off on many others. To leave the office or to step out of the study is to find surprising opportunities for genuine ministry. A couple of years ago, my wife and I were spending Thursday nights at Starbucks playing cribbage, a card game that's odd enough that it invites people's curiosity. And so one evening, a young newly engaged couple from our church walked in. We greeted them and eventually they asked what we were doing. We briefly explained and then we invited them to meet us there the following Thursday and we would teach them how to play. Thus began a Thursday night tradition that continued for several months. This was ministry of the most beautiful kind, unplanned, uncharted, unsophisticated, but real. I like to think we rubbed off on this couple. They say we did. David Brooks concludes his story saying that Lair created the NewsHour way of being, a moral ecology in which certain values were prioritized and certain ways of being expected. That is, he rubbed off on others. Ministry can feel ineffective, and we can be frustrated when people opt out of our planned activities or sleep through our sermons, but we can be present with them. We can rub off on others. Great Hearts Table is published on the first, second, and fourth Mondays of each month in both audio and print format. I hope you will email me with comments and questions so that I can better know you, and I hope you'll subscribe and encourage others to do so. Thanks for joining us at Great Hearts Table. I am Randy Greenwald, pastor of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Oviedo, Florida. Just shy of breaking down, there's a bend in the road that 